<laughs> hey, uh, why am I doing this? Because oh, gosh, you, you I got, got paint ink all on, over I got hand. paint on my hands today, and I can't get it off. What have you been with, painting? With turpentine, I couldn't get it off. What were you painting? It's top secret. Ah, I can't wait I, to find I got out it what on that my is. Arm too. Look at this. It's like all everywhere. Ah, like, uh, uh, gross. Go it's splattered on me. Covered in paint. Pretending to be an emu. Ah, gross. Nast. So today <laughs> we're doing something different with our five. We're going to give you the top five things. Top five things that we've learned from various authors, writers, stunt coordinators, gaffers. Entertainment people. Yes, and today we have... Everett Oliver. So here are the top five things that we learned from Everett Oliver. One. We have to be great listeners, especially in our business. Because things that they say to us, those things that they do... It's like I could use that information to get them in that place because actors are always in their heads or, you know, and it's like, hey, I need you to be present. I need you to be in the moment. So it is important to listen, not just in voice acting, but anything you do. I need you to listen to me. I mean, if you walked around and just didn't listen to what people were telling you, you'd be in your own own world the entire time. And uh, the world would just slowly die of knowledge. Well, you also create an echo chamber inside your own head, because if you yeah. are your own echo chamber and you're the only one who's talking, then there's no way you're actually learning anything else. You're regurgitating right. what you already know. Regurgitating uh, yourself. Yeah. Well, sometimes, <laughs> you know, I'm sharing an idea or a thought and I'm, I'm saying something out loud to you that I might be trying to listen to myself because I'm, I'm reconfirming or organizing what's in my head. That's one thing. Right. It's another thing. If you bust into a room and you're the only one speaking and you're only talking about yourself, or if you're hearing, but you're, was it, is it you're listening, but not hearing or hearing, yes. but not listening, which is it <laughs> right. And, and, you know, you go into a situation and this happens a lot with interviewers as well. Many interviewers miss the best interview because they're just in their head thinking of the next question and not listening to what the interviewee is saying. That's why it's so important to listen because you discover new things and new ideas and things you would never discover if you didn't listen. Yeah. And in listening, it's also a way to find a way that you can build a bridge to that individual. So yeah. anytime you have an argument or a conflict, if I'm listening to what they're saying and I'm genuinely hearing, I'm going to be aware of those moments in which they say something that I can relate to. That's an opportunity to build a bridge. I can mark that down. I can build a bridge there. Maybe the timing's not right right now, but maybe I talk to them afterward and say, hey, can we go grab coffee or talk about this? I've got a bridge because I listened to what they were saying and where they came from. So that's really important. I want you to think about what it would take to build a bridge with me. And many times uh, people are too quick to shut off the listening when two people are actually trying to get to the same location. One's coming at it from the left side. One's coming at it from the right side. And they're actually thinking and saying the same thing, but differently. And if you shut things off too early, you'll never come to that agreement. Yeah. I think how many times have you been in an argument or I'm listening to an argument and I'm like, right. we're on the same team. Yeah, we're like saying we're the same thing. Saying the exact same thing. We're, it's just, we're just I saying just have it, to be right. Yeah, I need to be right. It's slightly different. I'm right. Yeah, I'm important to be right. So what I was think that, we, Jason? I wasn't listening. Yeah, I never mind. Let's okay. move on to number two. Two. 
I hear a lot of people who speak really well and clear, and then I'll say, you have an education background, don't you? And when I mean education background, I mean somebody has a master's or a PhD, and I can home in on it. And I say, you'd be great for narration. You'd be great for e-learning. You'd be great for corporate narration because they speak that a certain way. And I can hear that. But if you want to do video games, animation, you need to not speak. You need to play more. You need to not be in a corporate setting. And I've told plenty of <clears throat> women, get those pearls off. Nice pearls. Thank you. Get them heels off. You need to learn to go play because you've been structured to be very corporate. And mm. that's not what we do here in animation and in video games. You've mm. got to allow yourself to be free to play. Mm. And some people have not learned to be to learn how to play. They didn't learn how to play as a kid. They were adults, such as myself. <laughs> Very sarcastic. Very sarcastic. There's so that sarcasm. Yeah, sarcasm. So, yeah, which is real. It's real. Man, that 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 translates to corporate too as well. Because anytime you're in a startup position, if you've been coming from a place of a corporate culture where they have you right. have a lane that you stick in your lane, you have certain things that are expected, and you always hear that that's just how we do it, or you get stuck in the status quo thinking. Uh, the thing I've enjoyed a lot about being in in entrepreneurs and startups is that there is a lot of freedom and creativity, but you also have to love to play. If you're expecting structure and order from the get-go, you're going to be miserable in a startup situation. You do want to be looking for structure and order. Where in the chaos as we're creating it, can we bring order to help rein in the ideas and the creativity so that you're looking for that, but you never want to get stuck in that. And even in a corporate or cultural environment, steer away from if you ever notice it's it's we're doing it because that's how we do it anytime you heard that it's that sacred cow that david talks about like what is the sacred mm -hmm. cow that's saying we do it this way because we do it this way because we do it this way uh those things are ready to die uh status quo thinking is ready to die and if you don't then you become like a sears or at other companies like a kmart where they're just they were the number one brand in the world and then suddenly it's like oh yeah that's right they're still there and, you know, that goes for voiceover or for anything like this for the creative field as well. How do you stay in that creative space? Yeah, um, we are taught uh, a lot of times, even in school from a very early age to just listen to what's told to us and and be compliant. And you're basically groomed to fit in. And that does not necessarily work with innovation and creativity so you have to break free from that you have to learn how to play that's how new ideas are born that's how new characters come to life that's how basically everything you see uh from the entertainment industry is born yeah play is a chance to to try ideas and test them out to see if they fail or not and there's little there's less risk involved in making the final call when you're just having fun doing it and you're experimenting for fun and maybe you are creative and you want to do something like make your own short films uh, write a script that maybe versus uh throw ideas out there with your friends uh, and be willing to take a step outside of the comfort zone and really get a chance to experience the freedom especially if you've been in that corporate setting forever i'd like to thank you all of you but I don't think we have a structure that works. 
Now, if you're the other way where you've always been creative, you've always been free, you have zero structure in your life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And maybe I'm talking to somebody <laughs> in the room, right? <laughs> uh, learning to do some of that order and structure to your life that people that you have been lacking or you have put in the back seat uh, can, mm -hmm. can take that creativity and hone those ideas in a focused direction. Um, Ray had been talking to me one time uh, and she said, uh, Jason, you know, you're, you're firing at all these different targets. You got a great machine gun. It's equipped with everything you need and you're shooting at all these targets simultaneously. She's like, I'd, I'd like to see you take all that creative energy and focus on like one or two targets and make sure you just destroy and obliterate the target. Because once it's gone, then you'll have the ability to move on to something else. So that's the opposite side of that. If you are in a free, free idea person, a free mm -hmm. idea person cannot exist in a reality where you have to have focus for momentum. So it's important to be able to establish boundaries for yourself and self-control in which those those tools that you have can be used to optimum effect. And essentially that's what you think a corporation should be doing, but the corporation no longer is about the people. Once it becomes about the funding, the money, mm -hmm. it ceases to be about the talents and the individuals and you are just a number. Uh, no matter how hard they try, your bottom line material. So I think being able to break out of that and step into something where you're free. And, and in Everett's case, he's talking about uh, inside, in terms of the sound that you have when you're a voiceover right. artist. Welcome to Mercedes-Benz of Laguna Niguel, where your car will be. You know, it's very diverse. It's like, right. oh my gosh, can you believe that happened? It just blew up in my face. Get in the Mercedes. Let's go. So it's it's different. And uh, it's exciting that he shared that to us. And I'm always excited, Cam. I think one of the other things is is balance. Everett mentioned that some kids don't get a chance to experience being kids, and you get you get that balance. I I I can't remember who uh, the quote is from, but I heard it, and it's always stuck with me: is that play is the work of childhood, and when you get that strong foundation in play, and then you start to learn how to work and how how the world works as an adult you don't need to forget the work of your childhood. You need mm -hmm. to embrace it. And it's just as important as the stuff you learn as an adult. And if you're balanced in that area, you're very, very fortunate because you can pull from the play and the creativity and what certain people expect in certain environments. Mm. Facts. Three. Those who really want to get into animation, then I'll say to them, Oh, go jump on a trampoline. Is that a trampoline? Yeah. You wanna try it? Go ride a bike. I've been on a trampoline since before I could ride a bike because I loved it. Go running. Run, Forrest, run! You need to do physical exercises to have your mind shift, to connect, to be able to connect to that character. Yes, you have to study character development. Yes, you have to do research on the characters and research on the casting mm -hmm. directors and research on the, the, um, the networks of what actual cartoon styles and all of that stuff. But you have to have that mindset and that space to be able to go ahead and do this. Cause not everybody could do animation. And that's and important games. in the booth as well, right? The physicality right. and the, absolutely. Right. And if, you're, if you're taught to and living in a life where you're stiff and restrained all the time, yeah. that's going to come through. Right. You totally tell, you, you know, and the way they speak, you know, I was like, stop speaking. You sound like you, you're, you're in a boardroom and you're tense. Mm, that's not how this works. And there's a reason it's called a board room. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Jason, next question. Okay. Every <laughs> 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 
exercise. Keep up that exercise. Uh, two more. This, two more. Come on. Two more. Heavy mic. Oh. <laughs> more, Kim. Oh, gosh. That's painful. 30. <sighs> Maybe next Whoa. time try, try a popsicle or something a little lighter. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, there is there's a tremendous amount of physicality and creativity. I've learned that I often have the best ideas when I'm in motion. If I'm yeah. trying, if I'm stuck with an idea sitting at your desk, you're probably not going to get the idea. You have to get up, have to grab a coffee, drink mm -hmm. tea, whatever. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Be physical. I think in change, it, it occupies your mind to something it's doing and it takes your brain's focus onto those automatic things that you're doing. And then it frees up the other part of your brain to just imagine, you know, because you've given it an assignment and it's not having to wonder, do I have something to do? I have something to do. You're right. exercising those ideas. So I think there's actually even a little, a lot of science in this. And he's even talking about how it's effective. You want to create or generate a character, get up and get moving and try to create something new with that energy. It heightens your awareness. Think about this. When you're out walking, you notice different things in nature. You you look up. Many of us never, ever look up. We spend our whole day looking forward. And you know what, what always strikes me about that is when you're out walking, you can't help but, you know, enjoy nature, look up at the sky and so forth. And that is part of that creativity. How earlier we were talking about how important it is to... Uh, be like a child as far as, you know, the play. Well, think about kids. What are they doing? They are always looking up. They're looking up at adults. They're looking up at a bigger world with so many more possibilities. When we grow up, we tend to look straight ahead and we hardly ever look up except for those occasions when we're out exercising out in nature, out doing things of things of that nature. And I think that brings uh, some of the uh, childhood back into us and it brings some of the creativity back into us as well. I think wonder, maybe creativity actually comes from wonder. Maybe I am just too jaded to be filled with wonder. Uh, the sense of awe, the sense of wonder, the sense of more, the sense of possibility. And when we're we're doing that and we're, we are in motion, we're generating those, those mm -hmm adrenaline and those things that we need that open up to the sense of wonder. I was playing golf today and it's amazing how many people it's your focus down the range. You're looking at your ball, yeah. but then I took a moment to look around. It's like the mountains are everywhere. Big bears up there, the snow covered caps, the sun is coming through. It's just absolutely stunning. And I, I was inspired. I had some new ideas even while I was out there uh, just playing golf. So definitely keeping in motion and keeping, uh, keeping yourself moving, especially if you get stuck. An excellent tip. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, Everett. You got to keep training. And I think even, even if you are a um, pro, you still need training. If you end your training now, become an agent of evil. Because there are a lot more people out here who is doing this work than when I was doing it back in years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you clean that up, Cam? I think we. I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think there was just a, a smudge on the mic it's, there. It was it's weird. not a static industry. I mean, things are always there's always new things to learn. Always. And, and you've got to keep up with the, mm -hmm. the new trends. You know, uh, the new. You know, who's developing new stuff? Who's producing? Uh, you you've got you've and a lot of people are not doing it. Right. I'm like, you ain't even watching TV. You're, you're not even you're not going to the movies. You're not even watching the new commercials. 
that's out. You know, games. Oh my God, the stuff that's going on with games. And plus, you're at mocap didn't even exist. Yeah. What? Yeah. 10, 15 years ago. So that everyone just sees the thing of, oh, that's cool. I wish, blah, blah, blah. But there's an art, there's a technique, a style that, you know, you have to know. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, on and on and on and on. So I t- I'm, I'm telling everybody, you in order to stay in the game and stay consistent and current, you got to be up on it 24-7 like everyone else. How awesome is this? I think this ties in a little bit to our number one point as far as being a good listener. Because you have to be a good listener in order to continue learning. And education is is so important in any industry. I mean, when you think about it, athletes, the top athletes continue to coach and they coach all the time. Businessmen and businesswomen and business people, they uh, have business coaches that they work with and, and voiceover uh, any industry. It's no different. Continue learning, continue training, because if you pick up just one little nugget out of uh, some education you're going through, you can put that in your bag of tricks and it will make you a much better and more successful creative. Absolutely. And the industry industries mm-hmm. are changing too fast to not be studying and not be yeah. training. You will get left behind. I know the pain of being left behind. If you are not on top of the things that are coming, even in film, in film, it's the different types of cameras that are out. It's the new LED style lighting. It's the new uh, VR and a, you know AR type platforms. It's right. new gaming systems. It's storytelling for new games. How do you storytell for a VO movie? Uh, if you're in voiceover, it's learning the new types of mics. It's the new techniques. It's the new, wh- what is, what are people it's always listening? like Everett was saying, it's, you know, list, listen to those current commercials out there. Listen to voiceover in, in all its different areas, because you're right. Things change at such a rapid pace. You need to keep listening to keep up with the latest. Five. People don't know who they are. That's the real bottom line of what it is that you as a person don't understand who you are and how you tick. Mm-hmm. And that's what the uniqueness you need to bring to that specific character. And people are not doing that. They're just doing it based off, I don't want to get myself in trouble, off of a picture that they right. see. That's what they're doing. Oh, I could do I could do this crazy voice just in the picture that I see. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> that was a good one. Wow. <laughs> and I'm sure someone's going to use that. <laughs> well, Ringtone? J- Jason you know, and I were just talking about that the other day when we were, we were Jason had written a script and I, uh-huh. I did some characters in it. And, and uh, we're just talking about that. No matter what the character is, myself as an actor, there's uh-huh. always me at the center of it. And it's built up around that. There's always uh-huh. a bit of me in right. there it's great and, and no matter no matter who it is mm-hmm. and and that that kind of is a good solid foundation because you mm-hmm. know you and if you, you know you it. right if you know yourself but there's a lot of people who really it's what's now that i've seen now is is mm-hmm. this wall he's trapped behind a wall know yourself know yourself know yourself know yourself Sorry. Now it's often a lot easier to say that than it is to actually do it. That wasn't because what does it mean to just know yourself? That sounded hard, very hard. I mean, your face is pinker than no, isn't it? Difficult. For instance, you can probably tell that I love Ryobi tools because I have these glasses on. 
Yes, you do. And we speak about them frequently, even though okay. they're not a sponsor right. of our show. So knowing so, yourself. As long as you know yourself, <laughs> there's no danger. What does it truly mean for someone to know themselves? And I think it's to understand the things that motivate you, the reason why you do what you do, the things that you stand on and believe. Uh, if you're wondering, if you want to get started on the know yourself, I have a simple, simple thing that you can do uh, that's harder to actually practice, but it's a simple task in terms of execution. The first one is to determine your purpose. Why do you exist? Why are you here? Maybe you're like, I don't know. We have no purpose. The world is meaningless and I have no purpose. That's fine. Start there. Maybe you're like, I have a reason. I'm here to change the world. I'm here to make a difference for everybody. Great. Do that. Uh, the next thing is to ask three questions. If you were to die tomorrow, but you could say three things today that would change the world forever, what three things would you say? Those don't are walk off the cliff by mistake. Fantastic. Now, okay. if you apply that principle in education to other people, maybe that's a metaphorical as well as physical. So <laughs> I think both of those are apropos to what we're talking about. So uh, I think that's a great exercise to be able to begin to know yourself. And then you can ask yourself more of those questions after those three are done. You'll begin to understand why you do what you do. After that, when somebody comes at you and says, you need to buy this, you need to do this, you need this, and you can say, Mm, no, I don't because I know who I am and that does not apply right. to my, you need to jump off this cliff. It'll be great. It'll make, it'll feel the wind in your face. You're going to feel so cool and you're going to be the coolest dude on the block. And then, and Cam can say, no, and the I'm flattest. not jumping off the cliff because, <laughs> because I'll be the flattest. I don't want to be the flattest dude. on. I don't the block. want to be two dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> and don't don't be afraid to know yourself either. Don't be afraid to go on that journey because um, before you know yourself, you're really in a prison. You don't even know you're in that prison. Once you know yourself, you are free to make decisions on your own. You're you're free to explore things that you you love and you're interested in. When you know yourself, you have a freedom to not have to follow the pack. And I wonder and, how much of it is because we've been created to be told who we are. Right. So we're expecting someone to say, who am I next? A exactly. Like, who are you now? I don't know. And then they look to Instagram, look to culture, look to movies right. to decide who they are now. Uh-huh. And, and their personality is more like a fad than it is something constant and sustainable. <laughs> exactly. So um, I would say to people who you are, um, we talked about this with uh, Shun Lee. Go back to your childhood. What did you enjoy doing? What did you enjoy dreaming about? What what gave you joy and a feeling of purpose when you were growing up? And Beating up my sister, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just really, really okay. love that. All right. Well, scrap what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> As long as that thing did not bring harm to others. Okay, as long as that thing did not bring harm to somebody. Uh, when, when when you're growing up, uh, many people circle back around and realize they've spent their entire lives in a career or a job or something that was empty. It didn't give them any fulfillment. And when they come back to that second career and start doing what they used to do as a child, they find that fulfillment and they find themselves many, which people often starts as a hobby. Exactly. It starts off as a hobby and many people go through an entire life of working and only find themselves, uh, when they've retired, it's kind of sad, 
and I think we can we can break that cycle. You can find yourself uh, before that, and I highly recommend it. Yes, so thank you, Everett Oliver, for that awesome advice, and thank you once again for joining and uh, tuning in to Entertainment Dudes. If you want to hear the full version of Everett Oliver's interview on Entertainment Dudes, you can check it out at watch.entertainmentdudes.com, and the link will be provided below. And if you want to find out more exciting things we have on Entertainment Dudes, you can just watch this video. Or watch this video. Or maybe this video. Or any video that pops up. And don't forget to subscribe and, and like. And, you know, every YouTuber says that, but we're going to say it again because I've, always, I've often wondered if people watching videos are so tired of hearing like and subscribe because every video says that.